0: So, Jimmy T, after everything that we have seen tonight, there's only one thing that seems to be completely logical to me, and that is that Sami Zayn is on his way to AEW. The burial of Sami Zayn is complete. Both Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns killed him. The only logical conclusion I can come to is Sami Zayn, El Generico himself is potentially on his way to AEW. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we have done, you'll notice it's just myself and Jimmy T (laughs) tonight. Chris Ams, no BS, is down in Mexico. He is searching for El Generico and the orphans to bring them to AEW Rampage. Jimmy T, what do you make of the burial of Sami Zayn?
1: He's gone. I've said this on previous shows. He's out of here.
0: <laughs> just, it seems a foregone conclusion after what we saw tonight. And that's before we even get to AEW.
1: Although I did enjoy SmackDown, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk really about did. that on the blow off because I don't Absolutely. understand that.
1: <laughs> well, uh, believe it or not, it was a decent show. I don't know why you don't like it, but like you said, we'll get to that at the blow off. I thought everything
0: with Brock was really, really good. I thought the rest of it was really, really bad.
1: Uh, Well, I don't know, Jago. Maybe, look, I came into the show with low expectations, but that's enough. I'll talk about SmackDown for tonight. I also came into Rampage with
0: very low expectations, AEW Lightning, as I like to call it. (laughs) And I guess the lead story coming out of Rampage is we have a blonde or a blind bastard pirate. It'd be even Please better explain. if he was blonde, a blonde, blind bastard pirate.
1: Can you tell me why he's a pirate?
0: <laughs> well, cause he's got the eye patch, right? So right, I mean, right, right. so now Pac has become a pirate. That's why I'm wearing my Tampa Bay Buccaneers hat tonight in honor of Pac. But now he
1: has no eyes.
0: Now he's a blind pirate bastard.
1: I've seen it all. I thought I've seen it all in professional wrestling and yet we got Pac as a part what are we <laughs> Wait, doing seriously i mean I, I i
0: don't i mean because it, it i'm I'm com- okay i'm completely confused all right number one it was supposed to be ftr versus the lucha bros it became triangulo de la Marta versus ftr the triple a tag team champions and the main event of an aew show ray phoenix is out he's injured again dot 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 injured and so we end up with pock in penta versus ftr but pock's blind in one eye because of malachi black and this is a convoluted overbooking mess
1: jimmy t overbooking mess <laughs> that's an understatement Jago. this but- is worse than a cody rhodes program <laughs> oh, m- much worse but remember the term bipolar booking well, this is bipolar booking at its best, but this is multi
0: personality
1: mean- booking. Like this is <laughs>
0: way beyond
1: bipolar. Definitely multi multiple personality disorder over here. I-, I guess TK has got multiple personality disorders, right? But better yet, does this mean next week we're going to have packers like Van Dam from Bloodsport? I mean, I can only assume <laughs> that now we have a blind bastard, right? Oh <laughs> well, yeah. And mind you, that didn't even look like mist. It looked like spit to me. The black mist never really works very well. Like
0: I always thought when Muda did it, like the red mist was like really, really effective because then you get the visual of like, it's kind of blood, but it's not, you know? So, but at least it looked cool. Even with the black mist, they like cover 90% of it, like once it hits. So it's just, it feels like it just goes over like a fart in church.
1: Well, it doesn't help where Malachi is actually wearing black on top of that, right? <laughs> no pun and, intended. And
0: Pac's hair, while I wish yeah. it was blonde, is clearly black, you know, so it's all in his face. You don't really see any <laughs> of it. Um, so does this end with Pac joining Malachi Black? Like, is he going to be possessed by the demon of malachi black and he's gonna show up like in blackface with like you know the white white out contact lenses (laughs) and be under malachi Black's spell because i kind of feel like that's where this is going and i i know maybe that's just a wwe trope that i've been sucked into over the course of the last i don't know 40 years but like i feel like that's where this is going malachi black is now our supernatural i can possess people character inside of aew
1: so is he going to be the puppet it kind of reminds me of the wasp or hornet like you guys would say stinging a spider and controlling it have you seen that before oh yeah 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 absolutely maybe Maybe that's what we're getting with pack kind of like the crack spider right exactly but the thing is what what do we call him do we call him does does he get a new name like oliver black or is he gonna be pack black adrian black <laughs> i like it
0: adrian black I, actually that does sound kind of cool i, it I can does. get that ladies Absolutely. and gentlemen welcome to rampage on cage presented by the Hami media group at channelattitude.com you can read it right up there on your screen yeah Shout out to our graphic designer for the bitchin' new overlay. Um, And welcome back inside the 203 studios. I am your host for the evening, Dr. Jargo, P-H-D. And I'm joined alongside the COVID kid, my man from down under. He is the G-A-G of the P-W-C. He is Jimmy T. Jimmy T, welcome back to your show.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be back. And uh, shout outs to Chris, who's on location looking for El Generico tonight.
0: He is in search of El Generico, and maybe he brings back some other orphans with him, you know, kind of like Dante Martin. He's kind of like an orphan. You know, maybe he can maybe. get down with Generico.
1: I could see that. Maybe. Absolutely. Okay. Maybe maybe we get Generico one, two, three, and four. Ooh. Hey. Let's, not, let's not get kicked. <laughs> if one of
2: them is Steve Carino
0: and Steve Carino <laughs> turns on Kevin Steen, <sighs> shut up. Be good. My, just take my money, <laughs> take all of it all of of
1: it we're going on still
0: employed at nxt i was actually thinking about this just the other day i believe he is is he still there i'm pretty sure but don't quote me i could be wrong but i should check that out that'd be a good get for aew have him backstage let's uh let's talk about rampage from december 3rd 2021 Jimmy, we know winter is coming. We know we had a title match. We were supposed to have the two out of three falls match that became a single falls match that ended with the gouging out of Pac's eyeball. (laughs) But we started off with the TNT Championship. Tony Neese, a.k.a. creator wrestler number four versus Sammy Guevara. Um, Jimmy, I did not like this match. Styles make fights, and Tony Nese and Sammy Guevara are too close to the same person except Sammy Guevara has a little bit more personality.
1: Oh, well, I think a, a lot more personality, in my opinion. I being facetious. Uh, obviously, for sure, no doubt. But, uh, man, the one thing I, I took away, though, was how the fans want to cheer for Sammy Guevara. They really do, man. He got a semi-decent pop. They want to cheer for Sammy Guevara.
0: Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of reason to cheer for Sammy guevara we we saw the pose again tonight during this match Sammy guevara hits a big move comes up and what's he do
1: (laughs) worship me spanish god there's nothing about that that's a baby face gimmick not just that even the way he wrestled the match was very heelish as well (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah which is weird i don't i don't get it i mean no one seems to be pointing it out to him i'm sure it's just common sense man i'm sure he knows that right you think i will give him
0: a little bit of credit sammy guevara is progressing Sammy Guevara yeah. still taped up from that big match that went down at full gear. Like he's still selling the rib injury. Of course, after about the first 10 seconds of the match, Tony nice didn't go after his ribs whatsoever, but at, at least Sammy's still selling an injury. I will give him a little bit of credit. Sammy has come a long way since we first yes. saw him with like the panda head and <laughs> yeah. like whatever it was that Sammy, would, like, I, I think we, As we watch Sammy Guevara in real time, I noticed this with the puppy, right? Like when we got Kimura, she was this cute little white dog. And now she's become, you know, almost a full-size husky that's like tan and black. And like we were looking at her today and it was like, damn, what happened to our puppy? You know? (laughs) And it's like, but when you see her every day, you don't notice the changes. I think we need to give Sammy Guevara a little bit of credit. That kid has really come a long way in a couple of years.
1: He has, man, and and you know what? I used to be one of those haters at first when he used to come out with a panda head and all that shit, right? But now, I dig him, man. He does have something. It's just a matter of fine tuning his style and and his personality a little more to where, you know, he he finally gets it. He reminds me of Osprey about five years ago,
0: like mm-hmm. when he finally slows down a little bit <laughs> and Definitely. figures it out. I think Sammy Guevara is gonna be really good. Tony Nice, on the other hand, nothing there, man. Nothing. nothing. You are creator wrestler number four. <laughs> you have the most generic gear of anybody I think I've ever seen. Your entrance music is about as cheesy <laughs> as anybody. Like, there, what am I supposed to like about Tony Nice? He it like there's just nothing to the guy, he looks like a million bucks, but there is no personality there. And his offense for somebody his size isn't nearly flashy enough to compete inside of AEW. And it was the same thing on 205 Live.
1: Exactly the same thing. And that's the thing. The only thing he does have is a 450. That's it. Other yeah, than that, everybody has a 450 right. these days. That's everybody. the thing. Like, and other than that, he pretty much wrestles like he's a big he's a big man. You know what I mean? Like that slower sort of style, you know? When really a guy that size just and Nah, he shouldn't be doing that stuff. So you're right, man. He's playing. I don't know why they even hired him. I wouldn't have even wasted my money. No offense, Tony. Yeah, no. I. He seems like a good hand,
0: but to to bring him in and just skyrocket him into the TNT title picture, I realize it's an open challenge, but... That one really, really questionable to me inside of AEW. What do you do with Tony Nice going forward? Like, does he just get banished to dark and elevation? Or do you try to repackage this dude? Like, do you put him inside of a faction? Like, what the hell do you do with Tony
1: Nice now that he's there? Seriously? I mean, what do you do with him? I'd keep him on dark, first of all. Maybe have him as a trainer. You, you know what I'm saying? And have a few matches here and there. But really... He's he looks like a million bucks from here down. Over here man, he just he just seems like every other dude. Especially since he cut his hair. Like at least he had that going for him. <laughs> <Whoa>. He looks <laughs> like he looks
0: like he ate Billy Kidman from 1997.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Wasn't that the flock, Billy Kidman? <laughs> yeah, like
0: the itchy scratchy Billy Kidman yeah. <laughs> actually Billy Kidman had more hey. personality with that gimmick right. than Tony. You know
1: I'll, I'll give you that one, Jagger, because even back then, I used to think of Billy Kidman like, what is he? Like, he's just nothing, right? He was a generic wrestler, probably generic wrestler number one at the time, right? But then he became part of uh, Raven's flock, and I finally he started to himself. dig him. Right, yeah, so absolutely, that's a good actual comparison, man. So clearly,
0: we can pull this all together, right? So we're putting together a new flock. That's that's clearly what's going to happen. Playing the part of Billy Kidman, we now have oh. Tony Niece, and playing the part of Scotty Riggs. We have Pop with the patch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Dude, it's right. We can do this up, like. man. <laughs> absolutely. That's awesome. And playing the part of Big Stevie Richards will be Big Stevie Richards because
1: he looks freaking <laughs>
0: great. Like you could just bring Stevie in right now and throw him right back in.
1: Tell me another guy at his age that looks better than Stevie Oh my God, man. Really? And I'm not being biased. I'm being truthful here. Let's talk about the uh, second
0: slowest burning heel turn inside of AEW. Cody is number one. Christian is clearly number two. Jimmy T, I've been back and forth on this. It seems like six weeks ago, maybe two months ago, we were talking about the potential Christian heel turn. He's going to turn on Jungle Boy. Like Everything just seems like it's all laid out and then it just kind of keeps dragging on and on and it doesn't happen to the point where i was like okay maybe christians not going to turn hell i even thought jungle boy was going to turn on christian <laughs> right nah. when christian handed him the chair at full right. gear jungle boy should have just turned around smacked him stupid it would have been great nobody would have saw the jungle boy heel turn coming <laughs> no way but then tonight we get this promo And all of a sudden, Jurassic Express is Christian boys. And if the last thing that happens in Christian's career, he's going to make sure that the Jurassic Express becomes tag team champions. It's all about Christian. And, like, suddenly Christian has become a heel manager.
1: Talk about the oozing of, like, sarcasm in this promo. If this doesn't tell you that he's turning heel, I don't know what will. I mean... I've been saying this for months, right? Four months that Christian is turning heel, and when he does, I will applaud it. Yes, it's a slow burn, but they had those little bits and pieces for the for the what? The last three to four months, easily
0: it, since Christian came in and he was talking about, right. "I'm going to
1: outwork everybody," and it's like well, he
0: is. He definitely is. Really? But we're on to you, Christian. I like how uh, AEW never addressed the fact that Christian lost the Impact title after he won it from
1: right. Omega. <laughs> That's true. Just I mean, why would you, right? <laughs> strange, strange decisions coming. Speaking from of AEW. Impact, I mean, what's happening with that? I mean, I don't know. I don't watch what freaking happened- Impact. No, I know. Right, neither do I. But what happened to the Goodfellas? <laughs> They're suddenly not on AEW television anymore. No, I, I,
0: I think. The impact deal seems to be done. When's the last time they even said anything about impact or I, I mean, people want to talk about like how Kenny Omega didn't draw eyes. He doesn't draw eyes for AEW. He didn't draw eyes for impact. He didn't draw eyes for new Japan. Then how come everywhere he goes, as soon as he's gone, the ratings go down. Yeah. Like impact wrestling has not been interesting since Kenny Omega lost the impact championship. New Japan's ratings internationally have went down since Kenny left the company and came over to AEW. Granted, that was a whole conglomeration of people, but, you know, Kenny's off TV now. Ratings are going down with Hangman on top. Like, when can we acknowledge that, you know, maybe people do want to watch Kenny Omega?
1: Man, I've never understood the criticism or hate towards Kenny Omega. I get it. He wrestled a blow-up doll. I get it. He wrestled a little girl, right? But really, you're going to... That
0: was so long ago, though. You're
1: right, but people still want to use that against him. and as far But they as want to radio... cheer Colt Cabana? Like, really?
0: <laughs> really? I'm nothing <laughs> against Colt Cabana. I'm just saying, like, really?
1: Bizarro land, dude. And these are the same people that complain all the time, too. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you can't have it both ways, peeps. But in saying that, I mean, Kenny, when he went to Impact, right... People were saying, the IWC was saying in particular, that he didn't bump any sort of rating. or oh, he only bumped 40,000 extra viewers. That's 40,000 extra viewers. In Impact Worlds, that's like, you know, 40,000% of their regular audience. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And these people still complain like he doesn't draw. Give me a break. The proof's in the pudding. Look what's happening in Japan. Look what's happened to Ring of Honor. And look what's happened to Impact. And AEW is even getting less ratings. I think Kenny is a lot more of a draw than people give him credit for. Uh, Pierce Austin in the chat says, if Jungle Boy turns
0: heel, would he need a complete new gimmick? Yes, and that's the idea. Because Jungle Boy has a ceiling on it. Turn him heel, get rid of the Jungle Boy thing, change his name just to Jack Perry, put his hair back, put him in a suit. Like, Let's go the complete opposite direction. Make him City Boy Jack Perry.
1: So in other words, you're saying like uh, Luke Perry, Lucky yes,
2: father, yes, from 90210 oh, Perry. Right.
1: <laughs> you bet. That'd be great, right. dude. Actually, that, that Why might. Why not? Why not? I think it would work. I actually do think it would work. The only Definitely. thing you lose is the entrance music, like, <laughs> and because that's the most over part of Jungle Boy's act. Heck, even have the 90210 thing playing as he comes out. Hollywood, Hollywood Jack, Perry. Jack Perry. Right. There you
0: go. Absolutely, it's great. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Put him with Joey Janela, <laughs> like for real. I know people think Janela is uh, a joke, but I mean, it'd uh, be great. It would be.
2: Great. Oh jeez. Bring oh, and bring no. in Tyler
0: Breeze. That's your faction: Joey Janela, <laughs> Tyler Breeze, and Hollywood Jack Perry.
1: That'd be interesting. It'd be it'd interesting, be definitely.
0: Money. <laughs> money, absolutely. You know it's not oh, money. No. What's
1: what's that? The
0: AEW. Whoo! <laughs> division although i will say jade cargill versus Janae, not dakota kai was dude, a better what? match what 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 name was that again <laughs> what jenay not dakota kai
1: <laughs> what the hell was that thing dude no offense but I to mean, any female out there but that that's okay thing. but
0: but this is the rare occasion As bad as this segment was, it was better than anything I saw with the women on SmackDown tonight.
1: I agree. Actually, I agree. Although, the Shayna Baszler, Sasha Banks, Max, was not too bad. I do not even remember that happening, to be completely honest. That's how (laughs) checked out of the show I was. Jesus. No, that was a decent match. But anyway, yeah. this What was it again? What? Janai, not Dakota Kai. not dakota kai definitely not dakota kai that's for sure uh jade cargill kills this girl in in like as she should what 30
0: seconds if that (laughs) i mean this this was the very definition of a squash match uh jade cargill has been kept incredibly strong ever since her debut and i think that is wise while she is still greener than freaking kermit the frog (laughs) at least she looks like a freaking star Like that woman screams, I am a goddamn star and pay attention to me. And AEW needs that, whether she can freaking wrestle or not. Jimmy, I guess the question is, does Thunder Rosa beat Jade Cargill inside of this tournament? Or does Jade Cargill win this tournament? Because if she's going to lose a match, it's to Thunder Rosa in the semifinals. She makes it to the finals. This thing is over and Rampage officially becomes
1: that bitch show. Jay Cargill has to go over, dude. I love Thunder Rosa, but man, if you if if she loses and doesn't get that title, she loses all her heat too, man. She needs to win. She looks like a million bucks. She gets it. The only thing she needs to work on is her in ring work. But other than that, she's got everything else, man. Plus the looks and the abs. We are gonna see if she can wrestle next week.
0: I if Thunder Rosa can get a good match out of her, I mean that's that's gonna be big. Because I think Thunder Rosa is good enough that she can get a good match, even out of Jade Cargill. I agree, although don't be surprised if we get a bit of a squash match, dude. Oh, I will be incredibly surprised. They have protected Thunder Rosa all the way around. I mean, the only way that you could do a squash is Thunder Rosa has her back turned, the bell rings, Jade Cargill hits her with a boot and, and pins her like a surprise squash. There's no way. I would have Jade Cargill squash Thunder Rosa, especially because I think Thunder Rosa is going to take the title from Britt. I mean, I, I feel like she is the logical contender to take that title from Britt Baker. She can carry that women's division. Uh,
1: there's no way I would have Jade squash Thunder Rosa. Well, that's why you do squash Thunder Rosa. That way she's out of that picture. And I'm not saying squash, but like, like what you said from behind i think that would work that way thunder rosa doesn't lose anything it's not too bad for her jade cargill is even more of a heel after that i mean come on i mean it works but if you really want to push it to the moon why not do that
0: yeah yeah i guess i guess i just i feel like you got to protect thunder rosa like it it, by all means necessary of every woman on that roster if she's going to be the person to take the title from brett you have to protect Thunder Rosa.
1: Yeah. That's is, is, I, is there
0: another baby face that you would have take the title from Brit at this point? <laughs> I mean, because uh, I got nothing. Well,
1: well, there is Ruby Soho, but I just don't dig did it, it right now. Right. Exactly. Went so. over like
0: a fart in church, too.
1: I agree, but if that's probably who else? I mean, there really, there really isn't anybody else. Maybe he Shida, but not even that. So I mean, you have. Well, I mean, Reho is
0: going to get a shot, but right. I don't go, I don't think I go back to Reho. Um man, yeah, I, because if Jade Cargill is going to win this tournament, she's going to have to beat Thunder Rosa and then she's going to have to beat Ruby Soho.
1: Annihilate Ruby Soho. That one maybe will be the squash match. There will be a squash match. I could see that. Those-
0: I could see that being a squash more than the
1: Thunder Rosa match. So that means Cargill has to go... Because, look, it makes sense storyline-wise when you think about it in terms of Jade Cargill's story arc because you make a beat Thunder Rosa, then she goes on to Ruby Soho and absolutely annihilates her, just eats her for lunch. You know what I mean? And that's it. We got that bitch championship, or like you'd say, the hose title. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's talk about the Super Click. Uh, the
0: Super Click... And Orange Cassidy have a problem. This might have been the worst segment in the history of AEW Dynamite for so many reasons, and then they continue this. This is going to be a full-on feud, as we would find out on Rampage. So on Dynamite, Adam Cole comes out. Well, no, Let's go back even further. So you have the MJF Punk Exchange. MJF talks all sorts of smack about Britt Baker, Adam Ugh. Cole's woman. Yeah, they go to commercial right. break. Out comes Adam Cole. Number one, he walks to the ring, does his little Adam Cole baby, goes back to the commentary booth, and he doesn't even address what MJF had to say about Britt Baker. That really hurt Adam Cole, I think. Instead, he turns his attention to Tony Schiovoni, which <laughs> I, I I don't understand why that is a thing. Like, why are you mad at Tony? but not at mjf like i understand you're both heels that doesn't mean that you guys gotta like each other i i just thought that was completely freaking tone deaf and then orange cassidy comes out goes walking up to adam cole like orange cassidy somebody (laughs) they play it for a comedy spot and now somehow we ended up with the young bucks versus two members of the
1: best friends what <laughs> well, did I just well,
0: recap that the right way?
1: I believe you did. But first of all, the reason why obviously Adam Cole hates uh, Ski right, is because I'm sure you know him and uh and Britt Baker are actually close friends. So so in real life. Just to be clear, Adam Cole is mad at Tony Ski
0: because he's friends with Britt Baker, but MJF can basically call her a whore on <laughs> national television. That's cool. We're not even going to talk about that.
1: But first of all, really like, well, yeah, no, but first of all, why does he bring up Brit Baker in terms I, of CM Punk? Like why? Like I
0: did not understand that's... anything about that segment other than CM Punk put over Brit Baker as one of the pillars instead of MJF. That's the only connection. Britt Baker has to do with
1: any of this well you wouldn't say something like that if it's if that's the connection which probably is the connection like you just said but that's just dumb you do say that shit pierce says no sell it brother brother i
0: i, I don't think the adam cole character no sells somebody calling his old lady a whore i like i just i i that does not seem in the adam cole character
1: Unless he's a chicken shit heel now, and that's it. He's a bitch. Even
0: still, he can't <laughs> be a chicken shit heel opposite of a chicken shit heel. Like, well, that doesn't well, work. Well, maybe he's a cuck. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> all, all Adam Cole had to do was come out, sit down, look at the camera, and say, number one, MJF, you keep Britt Baker's name out of your mouth, or I'm going to shut it. Number two, how you doing, ex, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he had to do. Just address it and move on. But I, I, not addressing it at all, just I thought that was really, really bad for the Adam Cole character.
1: Well, with Skiavone, he should have no-sold it anyway. That, that should have even come up. But as far as the MJF thing, people are saying, like Disco Inferno in particular has actually come out and said, like, he wants Adam Cole to be booked as a babyface, Right. Well, there's your baby face turn right there. If he intervened with MJF and punk, right? Well, gonna... I mean,
0: I don't, I, not necessarily like, I feel like a heel can have a problem with another heel.
1: Right. You know what I mean?
0: And, and especially just something in passing like that, that you can plant seeds for later on down the, I mean, I'm all for Adam Cole being a baby face. I've been on that train for like five, six years.
1: Absolutely right. And we spoke about that last week too, how he's never a baby face. This is the chance. But and the thing is, what I'm puzzled about, I'm sure Adam Cole, he's pretty smart, dude. He gets the business right. Wouldn't you think he would like point this shit out? I feel like the Adam Cole babyface turn
0: comes right about the time Kevin Owen shows up.
1: So we're gonna get we're gonna get the Mount Rushmore of wrestling again for sure. I,
0: I, but doesn't that end with Adam Cole turning babyface?
1: Yes and no. It all depends on where we're going with Kenny, as we saw, like in that segment, how Don Callis just snuck I past do, while he's on the phone. I do Omega versus Steen before I do Omega versus Cole. Okay, but so if you do that, then and we look and look and it looks like that Kenny is going to become a babyface once he's back, right? Which means if we do get the Mountain more wrestling, then they're going to be heels starting off. Maybe you see Cole and Omega actually become
0: acquaintances maybe that maybe maybe cole actually earns the cleaners respect
1: well i thought that would tight from from uh, from many years ago let's be honest i mean watch those old bte episodes They're i feel like funny it's big cole. brother
0: little brother like adam cole's like i really love you kenny i love that we hang out and kenny's like yeah i like you too <laughs> like Don't he tolerates me. adam cole
1: well, hey, man, that would be, that'd be cool, too. But he's not exactly a rookie anymore, though. Let's be fair. You know what I'm saying? No, but he is only 32. I mean... Shit, he's only 32. Yeah. Wow. I thought he was older than that. But oh. shit, actually, he's pretty young by professional wrestling standards. No Whereas
0: doubt. Owens, Steen, whatever you want to call him, is like 38. So, I mean, yeah. I, do, I do Omega and Steen, well, like inside of the storyline before I would do Omega versus Cole.
1: Oh, that'd be crazy, dude. I'd love to see that. And just quietly... Geez, AEW should start paying us because we're basically booking their shows. Speaking of quietly, did <laughs> you see the invisible hand down Callis
0: kind of walking into the shot just on his phone? Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Kenny's watching. Exactly. I think that was the message. Like, <laughs> Don Callis the is there to monitor the situation and see exactly what the Young Bucks and Adam Cole are doing while Kenny is away. I, I I thought that was kind of the message that was going on with Don just being like, oh, hey, guys.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. It had a double meaning, actually. If you recall, when the Bucks were talking, I'm pretty sure it was Matt or Nick Jackson. Yeah, it was Matt Jackson. I'm pretty sure where he says, uh, we always get interrupted while doing promos, and then conveniently Don Callis walks straight by him, and then I think Nick Jackson acknowledged him. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But when does Kenny come back? We'll find out. Can you put
0: Don with Kenny if Kenny is a babyface? Like, could you see Don Callis as a baby face manager for Kenny Omega? I can't, but I think they will
1: go down that route though. Hmm. That that one will be that'll be interesting. It would. It's different, but I can't see him as a baby. Fa- hey, what is it possibly to like about Don Callis? Honestly, just be real. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> <Exactly>. nothing. <laughs> Other than absolutely. he was a great commentator alongside of Calvin Kelly. Right? Yeah. That, and, that's I really. Mean, yeah, absolutely. He was very underrated. And heck, I didn't mind him as sorry as the virus in ECW as well. Yeah, all, all he does is get himself over. I like I, I like Don, but he always gets himself over as a heel. I'm not sure I've ever yeah, seen Don play, he, a, play a good never, face. Never has he been a baby face. Never. Uh, not that I recall.
0: Let's talk about Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's promo tonight was fantastic because he basically says, I don't give a shit about Chris Jericho. I would have beat Chris Jericho up too, but you know what? 2.0 I'm I'm still going to kick your ass for beating up Chris (laughs) Jericho. Like, (laughs) like that's so Eddie Kingston, right? Like I would have kicked his ass
1: too, but since you kicked his ass, I'm going to kick your ass. Well, not, not only is it so Eddie Kingston, but it's so fucking AEW booking as well though, dude, when you think about it, I mean, seriously, well, the, the thing that makes me how long's it been now?
0: Has it been 30 days? Um, it, is Kingston's tag team partner going to show up to kick the shit out of 2.02? Like, are, are we due for the Moxley return yet? How long's Moxley going to be out? Is this how dude. you bring
1: Moxley back just to kick the shit out of 2.0? You know, it's funny. I actually forgot about him too, man. It's like, and we haven't heard nothing about him. Not a peep, like how he's going in rehab. Nothing, man. Like absolutely nothing. Look, it all depends what happens. If he gets beat up by all three of them once again, then yes, Moxley will absolutely be back at winter's coming. A hundred percent. seems like good timing for it. I like
0: that. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, then we get a Brian Danielson and John Silver package. Danielson's really good right now, Jimmy.
2: He's really,
0: (laughs) really good as a heel. Uh, He puts over John Silver as much as he possibly can, saying that he's probably the strongest member of the Dark Order and he sees (laughs) all this potential in John Silver. The only problem is he hangs out with a bunch of losers, and that makes John Silver a loser too.
2: And so I'm
0: I'm going (laughs) to kick his head in. As he should. But I he put over John Silver more in this promo than AEW has put over John Silver on television since
1: Brody Lee was around. Johnny Hungy, I don't know what he's hungry for, but uh, <laughs>
0: I like Danielson calling
1: it out though. Just being like, Absolutely. dude, when
0: I was thirty, I was winning world championships. What the hell are you doing? Like, I see all this talent, all this potential. What are you doing? Does Johnny Hungy join the Legion of Dragons?
1: <laughs> God, I could picture him saying that too, exactly like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> You've just done the perfect Johnny Hungy. But uh, no, nah, look, man, the only thing, my only gripe with Daniel, well, Brian Danielson right now is he's wrestling some nobodies like on Dynamite, that angel guy, number five from Dark Order, right? He gave way too much in that match. He should have absolutely annihilated. Of course, yeah, I definitely see what's going on. I mean, this is the NWO.
0: Brian Danielson, all by himself, is the NWO. (laughs) He is the WWE. He has invaded AEW. And you know what he's doing? He's going through the entire AEW roster and beating them in their hometown. It started with Colt Cabana, then he did it with number five. He's going to do it with John Silver. Like, he is the
1: WWE. (laughs) Well, ironically, it's funny that you say that because they were saying right before he debuted that him appear- him and Punk appearing in AEW is just like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash appearing in WCW, right? Which it's not. It's not. The, no way did that have just as big of an impact as Hall and Nash jumping over to WCW. No, no way. It's no, more radicals nothing than it, it is. Oh, <laughs> definitely NW radicals. World. Definitely radicals. Oh, that's a good one. But you're right in saying that. You're definitely right about him being the NWO. I love his promo style, though. The way he's talking, he's like, apparently, I'm going to, you know what I mean? He's sort of always doing that, raising his voice every time, which I like because he comes across as such a douchebag. You just want to like, you know, I'm loving it, man. It is definitely the the Brian Danielson of old, and I'm I'm happy to see it, man. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um,
0: I would have Brian Danielson take this title from Hangman Page. I I, I absolutely would. (laughs) This is, and I was worried about this. Hangman is the coldest now that he has been in three years. And I mean, it's funny that like winter is coming, right? Winter is already damn here. (laughs) Like, and, And this is always the problem when you have the underdog baby face champion, all the money is in the chase. As yeah, soon absolutely. as they win the title, it's not about the rain. I, I have Brian Danielson take this title from Hangman Page, and it becomes part of Hangman's story. Like, he finally won the big one just to lose the
1: next <laughs> big one. Absolutely. And look, this to be fair to Hangman Page, I don't think it's his fault. It's actually AEW's fault for the way they're booking him. Let's be honest. I mean, he hasn't had a fair go. If yeah, that makes sense. Although... That-
0: there are he guys does. that do what they can to elevate the program right. that
1: they are in and Hangman just doesn't elevate anything. Which I was going to bring to my next point when he has had his chance like in promos he's second best man. He he, he looked like a fool against Brian Danielson last week was it on Dynamite? He looked like an absolute idiot. You okay. know what I'm saying? And, and and that's true, but
0: I guess I will counter with I feel like the Hangman Page Cowboy shit promo from right before Full Gear might. Have, awesome. I mean, that might have been the best babyface go home promo since like John Cena, like the best one in a decade.
1: What do you say? Six days, whatever it was, just yeah, that. something like that. It was great, plain and simple. That was one of the best promos that I've ever seen him do, and all he had to do was just say very but- few words. But it's the only good
0: promo I think I've ever seen out of Hangman Page where I, like, really felt it.
1: You know what, man? He comes across right now like he's kind of, uh, I don't want to say scared. I mean, deer in the headlights is definitely what he comes across as. It's like he's kind of, I don't know if he cares too much what people think, but it almost that's what it comes across as. He's not sure how people are taking him. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and if Bryan Danielson does not win the title, I'll be bitterly disappointed. Bitterly. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I I do have one more topic
0: that I want to talk about, but that's going to close the show. Uh, The only other thing that I had from tonight's show outside of this exciting, awesome thing that's going to happen with FTR. um, Rick Knox might be the third worst referee in professional wrestling number one is silver shoes over in stardom number two (laughs) is red shoes uno over in new japan pro wrestling and number three is rick knox like i I, it really hit me tonight like even bryce remsburg i think is so much better than rick no audrey i think is so much better than rick knox little nature blows rick knox out of the blows ward. dude Paul the Turner blows. is so much better than rick knox i mean can we fire rick knox and hire todd sinclair to be the senior official at all elite wrestling i feel like that would be like really really good for the company have just like fire the head official bring in a new <laughs> guy to be the head official and then have that guy be the dickhead that's like okay listen I know you've done it this way for three years. There's a new sheriff in town. We're going to follow the goddamn rules now. Because this tag match between FTR and, and Triangulo de la Murta was the freaking shits, man. And it was all because there was just no authority. There's no command
1: inside of that ring out of Rick Knox. Did you say authority? <laughs>
0: yes. Come on,
1: dude. You know, what, you know what's funny, man? I was watching SmackDown before Rampage, right? As did I couldn't right, but I couldn't help but notice how much better the WWE referees truly are over AEW's. Yeah. They really are, dude. Even from Absolutely. when it comes to the counts, like when you notice, like they count right by their heads, right at their ears. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the AW refs, if you notice, they're like far away sometimes, man. You know what I mean? It's like they're not they're not self conscious. I don't know if they've been trained, they're supposed to be. I know they're all indie referees, right? That's right. where they come from, except for Turner. Right. He comes from from Ring Ring of of Honor from Ring of Honor. Right. And um, man, they still look like friggin' indie referees. They they really are, man. They suck. Yeah. It's just absolutely awful. Okay.
0: Let's talk about something really, really cool as we wrap things up this week on Uncaged. Um, Well, I I guess Jimmy will just put it this way. FTR (laughs) had uh, some nice words to say about the Briscoes. And uh, it's something along the lines of, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for these guys, get them some new gear. And by GoFundMe, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> and well, then this happened.
2: Check, read that shit for me again, chick. What exactly did he say? He said, I'm going to start a GoFundMe to get these guys some real wrestling gear. And by GoFundMe, I mean, I'll just pay for it. Talk to my guy at G. Russell wear, and I'll take care of the bill. Hashtag pay it for it. You going to take care of the bill, huh? You going to take care of the bill? Let me tell you something, boy. We don't need your dirty-ass money. What man, the fuck you think this is, son? Man, look, but if you dead-ass, let me get some of them big underwear like you got. Come about three Yo. inches below the hey, neck. Hey, as a matter of fact, that man, home. we hey, We got new gear. We got new gear. I'm going to wear that bitch tomorrow in Texas. You check this out right here. Hey, you see it? Top five dead are alive, hands down. Boy, you see it? Hey, go ahead and get you one. ProWrestlingTees.com, get you one. Huh? You heard see, the man down in Texas. You understand me, dead. guy? You understand me, see, guy? We're hey, going to be at Texas. Hey, at this point, I'm done talking with y'all, man. Y'all want to play this Twitter bullshit? Fuck that. Pull up, baby. Pull up. We're going to be in Dallas, Texas more night. We're going to be saying. in Baltimore next week. Pull up. We right here, motherfucker. Fuck this bullshit. Twitter ass bullshit. Where y'all at? shit. You, you got it? Fuck these motherfuckers.
0: God bless Jay Briscoe. And Lady- shout out to Mark Briscoe with the Capri Sun. I mean, because that's money. Just sitting back there chilling, letting his brother freak the fuck out. Kind of like Dude. this show. You just sit there, sip on your Capri Sun, Lejargo, <laughs> fucked out for a little while. Like,
1: ladies and gentlemen, this is what you call a promo. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that was man. You believed him too. That's the thing, man. Jay Briscoe, right now, man, he's fired, bro. And lo- and like, yeah. You know, I mean, seriously. I hope it happens in AEW, but I feel like this type of match with this type of uh, emotion. Is going to happen in GCW, man. I can just see it.
0: I I think the initial confrontation might happen in GCW. I think the match happens in the AEW. I think that match is too big for GCW, Jimmy. I, I, I really do. I, I think that match screams absolute freaking money. Um, Jay Briscoe is the most authentic person in professional wrestling he has been for 20 freaking years and if you don't think so ask him he'll tell you all about it <laughs> um i love the freaking briscoes i would love to see them get that platform and the briscoes versus ftr i mean yeah shut up and take my money
1: absolutely man but you got to get you got to have the briscoes go over man straight off the bat i mean in a bloodbath dude you know what i'm saying i mean you do you don't want them losing they're coming in with some real heat man i
0: think you gotta have ftr show up in gcw dressed as uh the flying frogs (laughs) and and they they jump the briscoes and leave the briscoes in a heap unmasked get all the heat in gcw people are pissed that gives the briscoes a reason to show up in aew beat up a whole bunch of security guards just be like we're coming into the building we're gonna find ftr we're gonna whip their ass and if you get in our way we're gonna whip your ass too
1: like i i feel like that just needs to be the story here do you think they debut them on actual rampage because of the time and like you know the show just the feel of the show is a bit more you know i don't know it's hard to explain but just because of the time and what time it's on you can have the Briscoes pretty much uncensored, dude.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's, I mean, Jay hey. Briscoe with a live mic on. Well, at least the nice thing about Rampage 2 is it's taped.
1: So right. Not can, always, but yeah. Not always, taped.
0: but you, you can edit Jay Briscoe in case well. you need to.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't edit a thing from that promo, dude. Not a thing.
0: Well, yeah, but you can't be dropping motherfuckers on TNT right, at right. That's 10 true. o'clock at night on the East Coast. I mean, like, but he could drop it in the arena and you could <laughs> edit it out of the audio presentation for television. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could you could edit around Jay Briscoe if Absolutely. you
1: needed to. Absolutely, um, dude. Even I, if they have a three-second delay, you can do that. But I'll debut him on a live show, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Just have him show up and just start beating people up. Just stop beating people up, man. Just, I mean, hey,
0: and have Mark sipping on his Capri Sun. <laughs> That's just let it. Jay just let Jay do his thing.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, man. I mean, Jay, <clears throat> Jay. I I love Mark Briscoe too, right? But Jay is on a whole different planet, dude. Like, you know what that I'm saying? That's why he's
0: legitimately scary.
1: He is, man, and he looks like he fucking means it, bro. When he said, when he talks, man. He gets your attention straight off the bat. I was in the same room as the Briscoes once. It was terrifying, and I
0: refused <laughs> to even walk past them. I went the long way around. Because i of the story. Nope. <laughs> That's legit. You,
1: re- you really For avoided it. Real, the, wow. the
0: real RBV and Carly will both corroborate <laughs> that story. I was like, I am not fucking with Jay Briscoe. <laughs>
1: Like, nope, that's that's awesome, though, man. That's pretty cool. But he does, he's he's intense, bro. Authentic, man. Even like when at
0: StarCast, right? Like, the Briscoes got their merch table set up, they're working their gimmick. You know what working the gimmick means to Jay (laughs) Briscoe? He's just pacing, seething (laughs) behind this table, you know, (laughs) just
1: back and forth about four feet. That's awesome, man. Oh my god, that's cool, man. I'd love to meet him, but yeah. I I can I can would send you? it through my screen. Would you? I would, man. I would. I'll tell I'll tell them straight out, man. Like these guys have earned to get into the like finally in more of a mainstream promotion, man. You know these guys have been good enough twelve years ago to be in a major promotion, yeah. but unfortunately, you know they were too. They look
0: goofy. You can't trust them with a microphone. <laughs> yeah, they're a little violent. You know, but like. My fear with the Briscoes was always that they were going to be the sheepherders, and like they were, they were going to go to WWE and get repackaged.
1: As long as they're not the Bushwhackers, well,
0: that's (laughs) what I'm saying. Like that was always my fear.
1: Right. Well, the sheepherders—they're pretty much the sheepherders right now, dude.
0: Right, but if they would have ended up going to WWE when they had the opportunity, <laughs> I was afraid they would have they would have turned them into the bushwacker.
1: Can you picture can you picture Jay Breez again? Yay! Oh, well, start I mean, like, everybody's head. I can see rather it. Rather than adopting <laughs> Jay's
0: personality, Vince would have been like, "No, we need more of Mark." <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? Like oh, Jay, I mean. if you could be a bit more like your brother, yeah, Bushard <laughs> TV on. every week.
1: Oh, that's money. <laughs> oh man that would so piss me off if that happened but it's freaking
0: reality that's the problem it's reality it is that's all i got for this week's rampage uncaged over here presented by the homie media group at channelattitude.com. anything else you want to talk about from this week's show
1: well we recorded the the skirmish yesterday but so be on the lookout for that and uh pretty much just yeah if you want to find me Find me at DJ Mass Effects and at the PwC Network on Twitter. And please like, subscribe right here at Hamin Media and at MarkMedia.com too. And look out for the blow-off tonight or well, tomorrow, should I say. To, to, tonight for you. I mean, right. of course, for, <laughs> for anybody that can't tell, you know, Jimmy's not from
0: the United States. Oh, um, really? I <laughs> know. Uh, big surprise, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> I thought but I was from Jersey.
0: Don't, whatever you do, don't hit an Aussie in the face with a pie.
1: Oh, we'll no, revenge. no, no. We'll get to that on the blow off. So look out for that oh, because I've got yeah, a lot to gonna say about to that. that.
0: You're, we're <laughs> going to get to that. That'll be on the blow off <laughs> over at, at Mark Media. Keep up with me across social media platforms at, at notjargo Michaeljargo dot com, dot com. Oh, yeah, I got a story for you about that one, too. We will talk to you tomorrow over at the Blow Off. With right back here next week. We'll see if Mr. Chris Ams has found El Generico. Stay tuned for updates on that. For now, we're off like a prom dress. See ya. Ole.